Hey guys, welcome to episode 111 of A Single Mom's Journey. Thanks for dropping by. So I just finished doing an IG story live and um, that kind of got me to thinking that I should also do a podcast on this topic. This is actually going to be uh, Divorce Series 11. Yes, I haven't done one in a while. And um, I just wanted to add this on uh, because it is something that divorced parents actually have to deal with every summer. It is basically coordinating summer schedules with your ex. Uh, in Arizona, kids get out of school in May. So it's about a month before many other schools in the United States get out. So uh, most of the kids are out on summer break already. And this is actually my sixth summer post-divorce and um, coordinating the kids' time with their dad. is just always something I like to do before summer even hits. Uh, Typically for us, I email my kid's dad in April and uh, send him a list of the dates that I believe he will have the kids for the summer. Because we, on our divorce decree, he gets two weeks um, with the kids every summer. So uninterrupted two weeks with the kids and so I always ask him you know uh, when he would like for that to happen typically he does it around July 4th weekend whenever that you know falls if it's on a weekend or weekday whatever he coordinates his two weeks around that time frame and uh, by now the sixth year we should have it down pat right Uh, And we pretty much do for the most part because like I said, every like April-ish, I send him a list of the weekends that I believe he has the kids. And um, then we adjust that schedule courting based upon the uh, two weeks that he uh, schedules for his summer break. So I asked him the dates for this year and he gave me, he threw out dates and I was like, I looked at my calendar and I'm thinking, wait, that's three weekends. That's not right. That's more than 14 days. That's more than two weeks. And I look and yes, it was greater than two weeks because he started on a Friday and then he went two weeks and then he would return them on that Sunday. And I'm like, that's three weekends. No way, Jose, is that going to happen? But of course, I didn't use that language. So I texted him back and said, hey, let's do it um, Sunday, like normal drop-off pickup, and then you have your two weeks and drop them back off that second, you know, that on th- that Sunday, you know, 14 days later. And he was like, mm, okay. Because I'm like, no, I'm not going to not see my kids for three weekends in a row, and he's only supposed to have them for two full weeks weeks so that's 14 days and I that's it buddy that's it (laughs) not to be mean or anything because this is the schedule that he wanted guys this is what was on our divorce decree and um, if he's going to be a stickler on dates and cutoffs and all that then so am I 
Um, but I said it in nice words. I wasn't nasty or anything. I just said, hey, let's just, uh, can we adjust those dates to this date? You know, this date and time and this date and time. And like I said, he's just like, oh, okay, fine. Um, but yeah, so for us, texts really work. Um, and, and, you know, you might think, well, if it's like a long conversation, then what do you guys do? We actually don't have long conversations. The longest texts that we usually have are like when I send out the little schedule of saying like, these are the weekends that, you know, I have listed for you to have the kids. And so I'll have a, like an asterisk and then the date, you know, um, like the Friday to the Sunday, I put the specific dates and I put those in there and, you know, they each have an asterisk, you know, so everything is really clear. And then it's up to him to look at his calendar and um, confirm or make adjustments, you know, based on his work schedule and whatnot. Because I don't like to do, you know, how about this date? And then have it, you know, I don't like to nitpick back and forth on little comments. I like to have really clear, like a long list so he can take a look at his calendar and just, you know, get a good overview rather than say this date and then have him wait for him to respond. And then this date, and then wait for him to respond. You know what I mean? I don't like a lot of back and forth. Just give me a big blurb, let me di digest it, let me look at a calendar, and then go from there. And it works great for us. Before he got um, um, his cell phone, um, his smartphone, we used to use emails and we used to email back and forth but we since he's finally gotten it into the smartphone generation mm-hmm took him a while um now it's just easier to text uh back and forth and what's great about text is that you know when somebody's read something because it tells you when it's been delivered and it's been read so much easier because in emails it's kind of like you know you have to log into your email like yeah it's granted it's on your phone but then it's like <sighs> just the emails it's you know we're, we're well past that because our kids are older and there's not so much to coordinate and um, he coordinates also with our kids um, when there's something different or whatever going on but but really for those of you who are going through your first summer or you know second summer or just starting out on this single parenting thing with your kids really find the best way that you guys communicate with each other. Some people are okay over the phone with each other. Some people, they have to have it in email. Like I said, for us, texts work great. It's whatever works for you guys. Um, and finding that is sometimes, you know, it takes a while. And just, you know, so that your communication is as... Um, unemotional, you know, because sometimes there's still emotions when you're freshly divorced. Um, trying to find something that's unemotional, like for us it's texts, um, it's for some people it's emails. And, and the thing that um, is the least confusing for you both, that things are as clear as possible. And he and I, when we text, it's very business-like. Um, very cryptic, very just matter of fact. We don't add any emotion into our texts at all. It's we. 
I handle it like it's like a work text. It's very just unemotional. So yeah, find what's best for you guys and communicate in that way um, so that you guys as kids will have the best summer possible because that's the point. Um, trying to coordinate all the summer activities because a lot of kids go to Boys and Girls Club or, you know, there's a babysitter involved or a nanny and, you know, some people still have sports and, and things like that. So summer, because it's a different schedule, it takes a little bit more work for a lot of people uh, because the kids are not in school. And it takes that coordination. It's like, who's picking him up from the sitter? Who's doing, who's taking him to this practice? Or yeah, there's a game. There's an impromptu parents meeting for the, you know, for the club. You know, it's endless depending on the types of things that your kids are involved with. I have friends whose kids are in dance. Some are in gymnastics. Some are in swim. Some are in uh, baseball league. And, you know, there's just so many activities kids can be involved in and um, when that is really a full part of your kid's life then that just is more juggling for parents especially divorced parents especially divorced parents who have 50 50 um, time with their kids it was a lot easier for us because they only um, got to see their dad every other weekend and uh, so this summer, uh, two weeks is a big deal uh, to coordinate because, um, yeah, he has to take time off and all that. But like I said, guys, summer, just make sure you focus on your kids. Um, try to um, detach yourself emotionally when it comes to coordinating dates, you know, because we have to pick our battles. Pick your battles because if you make a big deal about these little things, then it's just going to be harder when major things happen. Um, like I said, do as much as you can for your kids and make it as uh, the least stressful for the kids um, because that adjustment after a divorce is not just harder on you all, on you know, on us as parents, as individuals, as now single parents, but it's also hard on the kids. Um, I see kids post-divorce and they're just, they, they crawl into a shell. Um, my son has kids, you know, friends that come from divorce and some are really well balanced. Others are kind of like, you know, a little shell-shocked. And um, if you make a lot of turmoil with the relationship with your ex, continue to do so, that's even harder on the kids because they feel that tension and, you know, a lot of kids blame themselves. Um, it might not be discussed amongst you and your kids, but a lot of kids feel guilt and some kids feel like it's there to blame. And so just make sure you... You love on those kids and try to make things as least complicated, least amount of waves, least amount of turmoil that they're exposed to um, because they've got enough um, things in their own little minds that are changing in their lives because, you know, they, they don't need that added stress if possible.
Okay. So that's it for tonight, guys. I hope you guys learned something or, you know, give me your feedback on how you guys communicate. Love to get your uh, feedback on um, Anchor Messenger or leave me a tweet uh, or go on my uh, IG and leave me a message on IG, direct message me there or on my Facebook page, Single Mom's Journey. Also there you can communicate various places communicate with me and love to hear you guys' feedback. Anyway, like I said, have a great evening. Have a good weekend. It is Saturday night for me uh, without my kids. So I'm out of here, guys. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great one. Happy summer. And that's a wrap for another podcast. Hopefully I've been able to give you some insight, give you something to think about. If you're ever looking for my Thankful Thursday posts, I've decided to keep those on my Instagram where I post those live every Thursday. If you're looking for older Thankful Thursdays, I have everything saved on a favorites tab. So check it out over there and leave any comments or any feedback regarding Thankful Thursday posts or any of my podcasts. If you feel so compelled, hit that donate button and you know, a single mom's journey is just that, a journey and sometimes you hit a bump in the road and uh, you might need a little help. Again, go ahead and leave me comments on my Instagram or my Twitter, single mom's journey, or uh, leave me a voicemail here on Anchor. Would love to hear your feedback. Again, thanks so much for dropping by guys. I'll catch you on the next podcast.